Welcome to episode 433 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and as promised at the beginning of last week's show, it's an all-studio affair. So gentlemen, settle back, crack open that bottle of alcohol and for the ladies, down that handful of Valium as I'm going to play you an hour's worth of music, give or take, that you should hear on the radio, but don't. with the dams neat 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 recorded unbeknownst to his band that just so happened to include the said songs writer brian james at a rehearsal in december 1980 sticking with brian james off the back of last week's sad news that i have to forego seeing the damned in favor of capital radio's summertime ball i consoled myself in the fact that i'll be seeing brian up at the bar flight 
in Camden on Friday the 22nd of this month. Uh, until the squirrel pointed out that we were seeing the UK subs down in Brighton that day. Uh, when I protested that the subs were playing the 100 club the day after, I was prodded very hard with the words, That's when we're seeing Corey Clark at the Islington, hissed down my ear. Fortunately, the squirrel was very accommodating, well, after some haggling, and Brian James it was with me due to pick her up from Corey after the subs. This is Volbeat with Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood from the album of the same name. <laughs> as I have a shed load of it to impart. The Hit Priest's relentless release of Seven Inches continues with a cover of Roxy Music's Do The Strand on the B-side with their own composition Love Is The Drugs 
on side A. The Sleeve is a great take of the aforementioned Roxy Music's Country Life album with their very own Becky Bauer in both starring roles. Uh, and if this wasn't enough, let's face it, you can never get enough of the hit priest, the band have a couple of split singles heading our way, starting with the Bitch Queens and later on in the year with Billy Hopeless, formerly of the Black Halos. But enough of the future, this is now and love is the drugs.
band that the hit priests should most certainly be split singling with are the Sick Livers, whose latest album, Mid Liver Crisis, as we speak, well, I speak and you listen, uh, is at a pressing plant being, uh, well, uh, pressed. I was extremely fortunate to be invited, uh, I think, to listen to the aforementioned album in an undisclosed part of Wales. Uh, I was actually blindfolded and gagged, but you know that was just afterwards. The album is a stunner. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's going to be in my top three albums of 2015. And upon its release, I most definitely will be playing something of it. Which track that will be, from memory, uh, it's going to be a struggle, as every time the next song was queued up and played, that was my new favourite. It's a short album, but it's all about quality, not quantity. Stand-up tracks, dark, dangerous and delicious. I want to be a Jaeger girl, and this is my denim. Great crowd response songs that's going to have me punching the air and singing along when I next catch them, which, with all things being equal, uh, is going to be at the Pipeline in London on August the 28th, supporting New Jersey Boys, The Disconnects. Uh, other days available. Uh, this is the Disconnects and Demolition Heart from their Wake Up Dead album. <laughs> Our green and pleasant land uh, is the one currently meandering across mainland Europe, which involves mothers' children with the mandates. Mothers' children, as long-time listeners have been uh, aware, have been a favourite here at Arms Armoury. However, 
the mandates from Calgary were an unknown quantity. Trip over to their Bandcamp site had me downloading their debut self-titled album and brand new release in the back of your heart quicker then you could sing O Canada. The band on Facebook page cites Exploding Hearts, the Ramones, the Dead Boys as influences, along with dynamic riffs, 70s power pop and overpriced pizzas. Oh, why can't promoters over here treat bands like our European counterparts, i.e. a fair wage, decent food and accommodation? This is The Mandates and Photo In My Wallet. <laughs> Switzerland in the context of rock bands and for me Crocus was the only one that sprang to mind let alone any underground ones the bitch queens have bucked this trend with a new addition in the form of the lovers as their Facebook and Reverb Nation pages are in German there's not um, much I can tell you about them apart from they're a three piece band called Ben, Junior and CJ all with a surname love I wonder if they're related to Lee from the Hit Priest and they play cheesy punk rock love songs the latest and probably debut album is called In The Air which this song Nobody Like You has been taken
Slayer are a band that seems to be cryogenically frozen only to be defrosted when it's time to record or tour. Since their outset, the band haven't wavered from their chosen path. For my part, Rain in Blood and South in Heaven are the starting and stopping off points album-wise. However, I never turn down the offer of their albums if they come my way. Too bloody scared to. Um, for Record Store Day, which seems to have completely deviated from what it was set out to do, Slayer, via Nuclear Blast, released a new track, When the Stillness Comes, on a 7-inch picture disc with a live version of Black Magic on the B-side. This is the only second release from the Araya King, Holt and Bostoff lineup. the first being Implode, which was released a year earlier. Whereas Implode had their trademark tremolo guitar picking, double bass drumming and riffs in irregular scales, when the stillness comes is far more doomier. Still heavy as fuck. So much so I needed both hands to prize the off my turntable. No official title for the band's 11th album has been offered up, uh, which is due out in the autumn. Unofficially, though, Pride or Verses are the book's favourites. <laughs> Thank you. 
couple of Sundays ago, the Squirrel and I popped up to Ginger Wildheart's London Songs and Words gig at the Leicester Square Theatre, where we learnt that this venue was the first gig the Sex Pistols played with Sid Vicious. Also there was my short-term boss, long-term friend Dante Bonanto, who Ginger painted in an extremely good life-saving light. Uh, before we went in, I was giving him my considered opinion on the Von Hertz and Brothers gig a couple of days earlier, and obviously their new album, only for Mikko Von Hertz and manager Verpi to be eavesdropping behind me. Fortunately... Uh, it was favourable, with Miko firmly shaking my hand on two separate occasions. I also ran into Rich Jones and buttonholed him into the release date of the new Michael Monroe album. 9th of October, was his reply. My next question was obviously, why the wait? To which he responded, ask the record label. Well, with Dante, three paces away, I did exactly that. It turns out it's being released on vinyl, hence a delay. Bullshit. <laughs> To be fair, to Spine Farm, as much as I like it out yesterday, promotional wheels and timings are important. Yes, if it came out tomorrow in a white cardboard sleeve, loyal fans would snap it up. However, it's the waves and strays in the rock community that need to be brought on board. Uh, I'm looking forward to Camden Rocks, where the Proud Gallery will be hosting, amongst others, Michael Monroe, Ginger, Richie Ramone and Glenn Matlock, a venue we will not be moving from. I knew it would be able to see Jet Black, who are playing the monarch. Sammy Yaffa, bassist in the aforementioned Michael Monroe band, just so happens to also play bass in the Compulsions, who also feature Richard Fortis, who comes from Roses on guitar, Frank Ferrier, the psychedelic thirds and also comes and roses on drums and uh, rob carlisle on vocals the band have just released their second album dirty fun the first uh beat the devil i don't think i liked i can't remember why but as i enjoyed dirty fun i thought i'd revisit it unfortunately uh, i seem to have deleted it or it's buried so deep in one of my external hard drives it's been rendered unfindable anywho Dirty Fun is a different kettle of fish, coming across like Aerosmith recording Exile on Main Street. The cover, Long Tall Sally, a song we've heard a million times before, is painfully long and drawn out. You think it's going to completely stop before it gets itself going. If you can cover a song, make it different and the compulsions have certainly done that brilliant stuff i know it's only rock and roll but i like it and this is hellbound babies Yeah. 
as a super group are the crunch however i suspect the band might bulk at that connotation part diamond dog part sham 69 part cockney reject part clash with only eyed shorts escaping an infamous past the crunch at the end of last month released their pledge music funded second album brand new brand uh, my copy arrived in my inbox at two minutes past midnight giving me enough time to familiarize myself with it before i headed off for the album launch gig at the borderline later that day unfortunately uh, even with a ticket purchase come the time to depart for said gig for want of a better of a turn of a phrase i couldn't be asked shameful i know uh, the album had put me off not by any means however after a superb dinner of bangers mash sprouts and lashings of gravy the thought of navigating through london traffic with the strand underpass still closed for at least an hour and a half <coughs> and not getting home on the same day that i left uh, didn't do it for me feet up with a bottle of wine did uh, i've heard some great reports from the gig which obviously has made me deservedly regret my decision Brand new brand has a more poppy feel to it than busy making noise with Ides backing vocals a lot higher in the mix with her taking total control on solid rock steady. But pretty much the album picks up where its predecessor left off. Uh, as part of the pledge you could get the uh, Sulu and Friends Keep Yourself Alive CD. The CD that accompanied the book of the same name which I duly did as it featured Wilco Johnson's Spike from the Choir Boys as well as a host of other people as well as individual members of what would become The Crunch. Uh, in other 
Sulu related news. Uh, his other band, the Diamond Dogs, are playing the Purple Turtle on Friday, the 21st of August. Just saying. Uh, this is Seeing is Believing. Uh, just not in my case. <laughs> release a new track as a prelude to an up-and-coming album i'll get myself in a bit of a quandary as i want to love it but fear that ultimately it won't live up to my high helicopters benchmark this stalled with the last album reptile rain music and has completely stopped with the all over my head seven inch not the single is reminiscent of the helicopters it's sounds different from what the helicopters did or what imperial state electric have done um actually even though it does stand up on its own, it has got an element of helicopters to it. Now, what do you think? Is that a dark cloud over my head? Is that a voice that I'm seeing red? Was that me and was it something you just said? Was that a mad look I caught in your eye? Secret signals or a trick of the light Are the blue straps in cold or am I way behind?
band I thought was missing in action, as nothing in my Facebook newsfeed had been forthcoming from them for a while, was Los Peppers. Turns out the notification for them had been inadvertently turned off. Anyway, as well as supporting Judah in Harlow on the 15th and then striking out into Germany for the rest of May with a solitary date in the Netherlands, the band released the and I know forward stroke say goodbye EP on the 23rd of last month which is readily available on their Bandcamp site the track I'm going to play you uh, for your listening pleasure is Last Night now go buy it missing and never to be heard of again was former Veins and Jenner vocalist Jimmy Johansson aka Lizzie Devine now back in 2006 the Veins of Jenner had relocated from their native Sweden to London living in guitarist Nicky's van and basically playing every toilet the capital and its satellite cities had to offer uh, I really thought the band were going to break big over here just on sheer determination Obviously, events turned out differently as the band swapped sleeping in a van in London to sleeping in a van in California. Fair play to them. Come 2010, after a couple of albums, Lizzie left the group, returning to Sweden, and then, well, nothing. Maybe I had his Facebook notification turned off. But a few weeks ago, I was bombarded left, right and centre by a band called The Cruel Intentions with a track called Borderline Crazy. Half Swedish half Norwegian, with obviously one half of the Swedish contingent being the aforementioned Lizzie Devine. The others, with for me unpronounceable names, are fellow Swede Matt Werthensen and Norwegian rockers Ili Sagrasen 
and Kirsten uh, Grand Solhag, a double bag of Norwegian surname. Come on. Uh, so, if you can't wait for the new Back Your Baby single and are crying about Motley Crue's up and coming demise, the cruel intentions might just fill your void. the next band I'm going to play you once before and that was supporting the last great dreamers last September at the Purple Turtle uh, I have been meaning to catch the Sonic Jewels again on numerous occasions but have so far been thwarted and no not due to can't be arsonists or bangers mash and sprouts with lashings of gravy although their last London date was on the same day as I didn't see the crunch for the above reasons Sonic Jewels would seem right at home in an episode of The Monkeys with their unholy amalgam of Hendrix, the MC5s and more than a shake of their heads towards British glam. Uh, the band currently has one album out called The Dark Road to Venus and has just released an EP by the light of Woland's Candle. This is Bringing Back Home from the aforementioned EP. <laughs> 
A few weeks ago, oh, feedback in eh? Uh, I got an email a few weeks ago from one of the guys in Sick Boys Review. Attached was an MP3 with a request. If I liked it, would I be so kind as to play it on this here podcast? Had a listen, thought it was great, and promptly lost the email. Fortunately, not before I'd saved the song. The band hailed from Italy, and even though their webpage is in, naturally, Italian, uh, their Facebook page has an English translate. The band are big fans of social distortion, as you'll hear. Um, talking of social deep, caught up with them at the uh, Shepherd's Bush Empire last Sunday. And I don't know, but something seemed lacking. Not quite the explosive set we're used to. Yeah, might have just have been me. Anyway, Sick Boys Review have a six-track EP uh, out called Unprofessional Performances with a full-length album, Sick Tales, released at the beginning of March. From which this track, By My Side, is track number two. <laughs> Best friend, but you know many 
of bands that I thought had all got themselves proper jobs and retired from playing live. Uh, I saw on Facebook that, you know, that bastion of all knowledge, that the Vibrators were playing Finland on August 28th, with support coming from the Mean Idols. Now, back when the Paranoid Squirrel was a record mail order company that brought you Scandinavia closer to your stereo, we sold the limited 500 copies 7-inch single of Suffer, which came out on the Stay Free Underground record label by the Mean Idols. Uh, we're talking 2002 here. Uh, it's so old. The band's website is www.geocities.com forward stroke Mean Idols. I have tried it and no, it doesn't work anymore. Uh, I still have a few copies of said single tucked away. If anybody's interested, five quid plus two pounds, posters and packaging worldwide shipping, and it could be yours. Only vocalist uh, Vesti and bassist Sorki, you know I pronounced them wrong, uh, remain from that original lineup, uh, and seems to be a four-piece as opposed to a five-piece nowadays, uh, with a more rockabilly leaning than punk. But anyway, here's Suffer. <laughs> Come on. 
on. It's been a while. Uh, the idea of the classic Guns N' Roses playing live again has been doing the rounds of late with Axel's former manager saying it will happen within the next two years. His rationale is that Duff has joined the current lineup when uh, Tommy Stinson had his prior commitments with the replacements. A band uh, will be seen on the 2nd of June. Therefore, the others, i.e. Slash, Izzy, Stephen, will soon follow suit. Uh, can't say it myself, the sticking point being the animosity between Slash and Axel. Anyway, we've all heard... Guns and Roses, sweet child of mine. But just in case you've been unlucky enough to avoid it over the last 30, 29 years, here it is.
to the band Australian Crawl on the other hand not so much uh, they were active between 1978 and uh, 86 releasing five albums along the way the second album Sirocco which hit the Australian record shops in 1981 features a track called Unpublished Critics which sounds like this <laughs>
Mm, close, isn't it? Talking of Duff McKagan, as we were, he has just published his second book of memoirs called How to Be a Man, open brackets, and other illusions, close brackets. Accompanying it is a three-track EP of the same name that features Jerry Cantrell, Roy Mayorga, and some guy called Izzy Stradlin. This is the title track.
I woke up on Thursday morning to read the sad news that drug dealer cheerleader drummer Ringo had passed away after a short illness. A husband and a father who was only in his mid-forties. Drug dealer cheerleader played their last London gig at the Underworld in October 2011. I remember seeing them at the walkabout in Croydon with Richie Hudson as their standing guitarist in the mid-noughties. A sadly missed band and now a sadly missed drummer. Although, for those who chose to listen on the Wall Rock Radio, I did, after the Sick Boys review, instead of the Mean Idols, it was the Just Heard Drug Dealer Cheerleader, no compare and contrast, or Duff, or what about to follow, just onto Robbie John's Rock Lobster Show. Now, the Squirrel is a big fan of Corpaclania. I'm not really into Viking folk metal, but, you know, each to their own. So when my inbox received a promo of their latest album, Notoya, 
probably pronounced wrong, a week before the due release date. I did the right thing and gave it to her. The actual release date was bang on the Monday, and with no post that day, you know, I couldn't make a wait. So driving back from Social Distortion, it was inserted into my CD player to have its premiere. The track that stood out for me was the cover of uh, Tommy James and the Shondells, Moni Moni, obviously sung in Finnish and now called Yoni Yoni. Uh, it wasn't until the school received the genuine article and had all the packaging opened and read what it was, you know, cover to cover, uh, the song that we thought was a cover wasn't. Musically, yes. Lyrically, it's about a guy who sets fire to his sauna and the neighbours wonder if he was drunk when he did it. Sanoin paska Maria, mu 
As we start with the dads, I'm going to finish with them. Tickets for the UK premiere of Don't You Wish That We Were Dead damn documentary have been secured. June the 3rd, people. So, until next week, take it easy. Oh,